0: Hello and thanks for listening to Party Chat. A new episode of the Party Chat podcast can be found on Tuesdays at 9am Eastern Standard Time on every platform that you listen to your podcasts on, including Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and of course, Anchor. And don't forget, if you enjoy the
1: podcast, please subscribe so you don't miss out on any Harry Gamers content. And leave us a kind review as it helps us grow and reach a larger audience. Thank you for listening. Now on to the show.
0: You're listening to Party Chat, a Harry Gamers podcast. Welcome back to Party Chat, a Hairy Gamers podcast. My name is Cormac Elms, and I am joined by the ever-handsome and uh, mustached Talon McIntyre. How are you, Talon? (laughs) Good. How are you, buddy? Not too bad. Uh, Happy New Year, folks. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy birthday. All those things that may relate to you in this new year of 2020. 2020. It's crazy. Uh, You know You look from the past and the movies and games that were set in 2020 and what it would be like, and it's nothing like any of that. So, it's uh, been a few weeks since we did the last episode of the podcast with Eli, I think. Yeah, a bit of a stretch. Uh, We took some time off, the holidays, time with family, friends, girlfriends, that kind of thing. So, how was the holiday for you? It was pretty good. I went home and saw mom, dad, you know, grandma, granddad,
1: the whole family, I guess. Um, kinda hung out with my sister's husband, uh, brother in law. Nice. Talked about games a lot. Um Did you play any games over the holidays? I did. I replayed Horizon Zero Dawn. I platinum that game. How was that? Uh it was good, man. That game is that game's great. Uh if if you, people who haven't played that game, like it's just a gorgeous open world. I went back to it because I just Started it right before Death Stranding because I wanted to see that Decima engine again. And then I was just like, I was just sucked right back into it. So I did everything. I did the side quest because my first time through, I kind of rushed it.
0: Now it's so, considered a Sony PlayStation Classic game now, isn't it? It is. I think 1999. It's
1: like, yeah, yeah. And I think there's like still a holiday sale going on. I think it'll be going on at least tomorrow. And uh, I think it's like half price.
0: Sweet. Yeah. If you haven't played it, it's a beautiful game. Anything else did you play? Um, I've been,
1: (laughs) I know you've been waiting for this one. Uh, I finally sat down and went through Red Dead Redemption 2. Holy shit. How was that? Uh, I don't know. I just have conflicted feelings about it. I really think the control system holds it back. Um, it, it just, just having to tap X to keep the horse going, like, just feels super redundant and tiring and like. I don't know. So much more could have been done. I figured out like towards the end of the game, too, that I could just go into cinematic mode and it would keep my horse going. I wouldn't even need to control it. But like a lot of times I was just going mission to mission to mission. I was doing a lot of the side stuff.
0: Um, Don't you think that that's um, a pro, though? So like if any Rockstar game comes out synonymous with that same construction Control scheme, you can move from one game to the next game to the next game, and you instinctively know those core mechanics. You're like, okay, I know how to run fast, I know how to like take cover, I know how to do this, that. But their games
1: come out so infrequently, right? Right? You only play them once. Like, how long does it take them to come out with Grand Theft Auto? Oh, each it may time? even be ten
0: year gap now. Right,
1: and, and then Red Dead Redemption's like six years after Grand Theft Auto, so I. I I understand that it's their thing, but, yeah, like... it
0: doesn't mean it's a good it, thing, right?
1: Yeah, it's just... They could easily modernize it and... I think it would just make the game better. I think it would make their games better. It right. really hasn't changed since Grand Theft Auto, and it still annoys me.
0: Do you feel better now knowing the story and playing those games and seeing those moments that I um, ranted and raved Like I
1: loved, loved the first Red Dead Redemption. Loved the first one. I have pretty fond memory. But I do, like even like when I started thinking back, I think even towards the end of Red Dead Redemption 1, I was kind of getting to a point where... Uh, I think maybe as the story was starting to drag on, but, like, I almost got the platinum in the first one, just minus a few online trophies. Right. But um, I just think the ending was better in Red Dead Redemption 1. Like, the, pay, the payoff was more worth it, and this game really does make the payoff of the first game worth it. Like, I actually went back and watched a YouTube recap video of the first game. Um, there's a lot of story beats I really enjoyed. I think there's a lot of beautiful moments in the game. The world is absolutely... Pristine. There's nothing else like it. No. Um, everything feels pretty deliberate within the world. Like you, it it just doesn't feel like the landscapes repeating itself.
0: Um I enjoyed watching you go through that uh the farm side mission with those two incestuous
1: you, yeah, uh, you, brother
0: and sister. There's a few times you actually
1: sat down and like just watched me play for a while, <laughs> that, that doesn't happen too often. No. Okay, because you're always playing games yourself, but you're so into that game that you just wanted to see me play through like certain segments. Yeah. Like you watched me through the whole like Letty Bar Drunk sequence, which I mean, that, that's that's almost the highlight of
0: the game for me. It's probably one of the most accurate representations of um, alcoholism in a yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. And then for days after, Talon would just text me, at, like, Lenny in all caps, or shout in the apartment, Lenny!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like, just I'll shout it out randomly. Yeah, it's
1: good times. Um, Anything else you play in the Gap? Uh, I actually, I just had a thought about Red Dead Redemption for a yeah, second. Go ahead. I had this thought in the shower the other day. <laughs> what if Red Dead Redemption 3 was a prequel to Red Dead Redemption 2, and every time they do a sequel, it's actually a prequel, and they get farther and farther
0: into the Wild West? That would be sick. It, like, I already think you've kind of explained why it wouldn't work already, in that because the prequel, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2... Um, ends kind of anticlimactically, but it further enforces the actions in the first game. Yeah. There's a lot they couldn't do and a lot of freedom they didn't have because they mm. couldn't fuck with the first game too much. That's like, true. Like, the history. So adding more characters or doing something else in the third game, if there is ever one, I feel like they're going to be tightly constricted on what characters they can explain away or you know, this character wasn't in two and wasn't in one because something had happened in three, but no mention of it ever in two or in one. Do you know what I mean? But
1: I don't I don't know if I necessarily agree with that because you could go back to maybe like an even younger Dutch and it could lead up to the Blackwater oh, yeah. incident, like, right?
0: There there'd be some cool exploration of history in there. Yeah. I just as long as they Keep this established group of characters and not mess with it yeah. too much. I'm or sure
1: I mean, they might. could even do a new story that somehow,
0: right, same world, ties in, you know. but
1: it's just set. It'd be cool to even more as, in like, the Wild West because they always talk about the Wild West. Yeah, but we don't see the Wild West.
0: Yeah, Anyways, no um, yeah. In in that time, I think I I, I didn't really play any new games. Um, you purchased Doom, and you've been. I playing purchased a little Doom. That? Played
1: a little bit of Doom. Actually, really enjoying it. Um, um, we've tried a little bit of Dead by Daylight. Yeah, we played that the other day. I, I think, was sweating uh, buckets. We're gonna play more of that. I think it's the one that needs to be streamed too. Yeah, that's a scary um, game. A lot. I mean, it's high up on the stream count, right? So um, I'm pretty sure I was maxing out the capacity
0: of my microphone. Just <laughs> um, what else have we played? I played um, a little bit more Red Dead always Online doing the Moonshiners DLC. Nice. Um, I've uh, been playing a lot of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas on my iPhone. Really, on the bus to and from work. Okay, yeah, I'll crush out like an hour a day on it. So yeah, like, it's fun. It's it's buggy as hell and it crashes all the time, but it's kind of cool to have Grand Theft Auto like yeah. on the go. Um, and that's pretty much it. I think we're going to try out some new free games. Cuisine Royale. Yeah, uh, I'm going to And, uh, that other one, uh, The Darwin Project, which is another battle royale that comes to PlayStation later this month, I think. Nice. I played that a couple of times on Xbox. Other than that, anything new in your life that listeners might want to know? No, you know, you know, playing
1: games, working right now, not much going on. You? Oh, I'm barbering
0: full-time, so that's oh, new. Oh, that is new. Yeah, that started kind of around the episode where Al was here, um, Eli. Um, so I'm doing that. That's pretty cool. Barbering full-time is something else. Long hours. Uh, I get home, and the one thing that I want to play is, uh, you know, is do is play video games. And the one thing I don't have energy for is playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's cool. Funny how that works. Yeah, yeah. So... uh not really much else. A lot happened while we were away. Uh, a lot happened. So this episode's kind of be know, a catch up.
1: 2020 is
0: the year we enter the next generation. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. That is so crazy. To think, like, it's funny because you look at the consoles that we both have in the house. It's not like they're old technology. It's kind of no, weird. Yeah. No,
1: no, they're not at all. It's only it's only been what, 7 years? 7 years of PlayStation. But I think back when I got my original PlayStation 4, so much has changed. It's crazy. Like I was living in Oakville. Now I'm in London.
0: Yeah, it's it's crazy. I love how the world changes. All right, Tom. Well, why don't you let us know and fill us in on things so, that we may have I missed? So, I mean, the
1: first thing, first thing that we Need to cover, I think, is the Video Game Awards. Because that happened, and we haven't done a podcast since that happened. Um, a lot of big announcements, I would say. A lot of trailers. Um, It almost became like an E3 showcase, I feel like. (laughs) A lot shown, which we'll go to in a second. But I think we should maybe go over, um, you know, at least some of the awards. Um, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice got Game of the Year. Um, I'd have to see who the nominees are. I don't have this information in front of me. Um, All right, so ahead. Game of the Year uh, nominees were Control uh, by Remedy and published by 505 Games. Death Stranding by Kojima Productions um, by Sony Interactive Entertainment. Um, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, who is the winner from Software and published by Activision. Resident Evil 2 Remake by Capcom. Um, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate um, from Sora Bandai Namco and Nintendo, and The Outer Worlds from Obsidian, uh, published by
0: Private Division. Do you, are you glad with the outcome? Do you think a game was robbed? Um, like,
1: no. I mean, obviously, Death Stranding's my personal game of the year. Um, I'll be honest. When I look at this list. It makes me feel we like uh, our- <laughs> 2019 was kind of a, a weak year for games like i'm just i wasn't in like i like bloodborne and i can stomach dark souls a little bit but i just wasn't really into feeling into Sekiro. and honestly playing jedi fallen order i think just cemented that that's not the type of combat i enjoy where it all comes down to like pairing and stuff like right, that right. um it's- i want to play control though yeah, it is a pretty-looking game. Yes, it is. I mean, it's... One, I'm just going to wait for a sale. Obviously, I beat Resident Evil 2. I loved Resident Evil 2. I think I sat down and beat Claire B's story in one sitting. <laughs> I think I crushed it in, like, four hours or something like that. It was crazy.
0: Are you, so, are you... Do you agree? Like, is there merit in the one that won this one? I, I mean, there
1: could be. I just... I Sekiro was critically loved. I know a lot of people who loved it. Like right. it just, like I said Death Stranding would be my game of the year but I, I I haven't played Sekiro but like from what I know people liked it so it probably is worthy of that award.
0: Um, All right, well, what else happened at uh, the Game Awards?
1: Um, well, Microsoft dropped a bombshell <sighs> yeah. and announced and showed the yeah. Xbox Series X. Ooh!
0: So stoked! So,
1: are you, were you excited by that announcement? Format? Fuck yeah, I was. You were. I was too. Actually, I was. Actually, I was. There ain't no
0: way that big old hunk of shit is fitting on anyone's entertainment unit, though. No. <laughs> 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 um, it, it's it's.
1: So, one, they're changing obviously the naming. They're yeah. just it's just called Xbox, and calling it Xbox Series X, I actually think is kind of smart, um, because. They already kind of established that the Xbox One X, the X version of it was Design. the best. Yeah. Um, so X going forward will always be their premium version of whatever they're selling. Um, and then they can kind of go forward and call it Series X2, Series X3 as time goes on and kind of follow what's you know worked obviously for PlayStation, keep it, keep it streamlined. Um, but that also leads me to believe that there's going to be models under that. And now we can almost definitively say that that is absolutely true, um, because this is going to be more recent. Obviously, this stretches the entire time we missed. But now it's been stated that every first-party exclusive from Microsoft um, will also, for for like every first-party game for two years after Series X's release, will also be played. Uh, be possible to be played on the base Xbox One.
0: Which is really interesting, because I read a stream of tweets from uh, one of the employees at Digital Foundry, and he was saying that this is going to hold back a lot of games. It is. Because it's going to have to be scalable, and then some design choices um, and computing choices have to work on both.
1: Yes. So, like, I've seen a lot of even chatter on the internet about this, and, like, People kind of defending it and whatnot being like, oh, no, they just it's all scalable. And those people are kind of right in the sense that graphics are completely scalable. Oh, Particle sure. effects, can, lighting yeah. effects, anti-aliasing. Like, you can do so much more. But the core things like AI... You know, resources like that kind of stuff definitely gets affected. Yeah. Um, I think, like, on the PS3, like Shadows of Mordor, they had to cut the Nemesis system or something like that, which was like one of the best parts of that game. Right. Right. So,
0: I guess my theory on this whole um, no first party exclusives uh, for another two years and them staggering it is I think that they're going to launch the Series X Xbox that we've seen, the one with the massive cube. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a little bit after, they're going to launch a new Xbox slightly downgraded. And here's, yeah. here's the reason why I think that. PS5, I would hedge my bets and hazard a guess to say that they're going to launch with one model. They won't launch with a second. Yeah. They won't launch with a Pro. There'd be no point. So they launch with one. Xbox launches with one. The pricing of the PS5, it is what it is. The Xbox One Series X is what it is. It's either higher or lower than the PS5. Yeah. I would say it's probably equal. But then Microsoft might do well to launch something slightly underpowered at a lower price point because then they're going to look at the market of video games, consoles, and parents and folks like you and us and yeah. where they're like, okay, I can get this, I can get this, or I can get this Xbox that's next gen but it's a slightly lower cost. I'm going to do that. Yeah. So they've gotten to next gen at slightly lower cost, and then Microsoft are—they're not focused on selling hardware anymore. We know that. Yeah. Um, but they've gotten people into their ecosystem by kind of shoehorning in a cheaper yeah. model. It's interesting.
1: We'll, yeah. s- we'll, we'll definitely see what happens. You know, this holiday. Um, speaking of PS5. Speaking of PS5. We got a logo? We did get a logo. CES 2020 just happened in Vegas. Uh, Jim Ryan came out. They actually had some really impressive PlayStation 4 stats, which I will also put up <laughs> on my
0: phone. So they had some stats, um, and they also announced five main like DNA-type features that the PS5 will have. But as something else, they said, the most exciting features that the PS5 is going to have haven't even been announced so which is sweet because you know we've said in previous episodes that these buzzwords that they've attached themselves to ray tracing and all that good stuff they're already associated with PlayStation what more could it offer and that's kind of what's exciting me yeah so
1: CES 2020 just happened in Vegas Uh, Jim Ryan came out gave some pretty crazy stats on PlayStation 4 so PlayStation 4 106 million uh, consoles sold worldwide. Um, 1.15 billion PlayStation 4 games sold. That's an average of if we round up, 11 games a console. It's about 10, 10 6 or something like that. Like that's crazy. That's a crazy attachment, right? Yeah, like yeah, I contributed at least um, five million PlayStation VR headsets sold. That's that's insane. That's pretty impressive. It's not where I think they wanted it, but that is a steadily climbing number. That number is not slowing down, it almost seems like it's speeding up. Hmm.
0: Um, so that's that's got to be that's got to be nice. While for we're that. on uh, while we're on VR, Microsoft stated that they're still not looking into uh, no. VR with no. the new Xbox. That's
1: such a mistake on so their stupid. part. It's Such a mistake. Can you imagine a Halo in VR? Ooh. Game over. I, I I'll get an Xbox right away. <laughs> they give me Halo in VR. That that would that's that's what would get me. A um, hundred and three million monthly active users. And 38.8 million PlayStation Plus subscribers. That's pretty big numbers. That's crazy.
0: It's weird to think that someone would own a PS4, play it, but not have PlayStation Plus. I can't imagine not having it. Uh, Some people
1: just don't play multiplayer games and maybe not even see the value in the free games. That's just like that's one more subscription you're paying all the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I just can't imagine having one and not paying monthly, right? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, they revealed the PS5 logo. Some people hate it. Some people think it's boring. Uh, I think it's tradition. I think it's synonymous with... PlayStation, they they used it for PS2. The only time they changed it was at the start of the PS3, PS3 generation, yeah. and yeah. that didn't start wonderfully for them at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think it's, it's the logo. That I think them it's out. also partly superstition. I just think you know it's a Japanese company. Japanese people, I'm pretty sure, tend to be superstitious. Yeah. Um. So it's if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Because the with everything they've used it, which is PS2, PSP. Um, it became the PS3 logo when they brought out the Slim, uh, PS4, um, and Vita. The only thing that hasn't done well is Vita. Everything else, like the PlayStation 3 generation turned around and they eventually beat out Microsoft.
0: Part of me really wants to go hunting for a PSP or and a PS Vita. I have a Vita. I just don't have the
1: power charging cable because the dog chewed it. Yeah. Oh, I have a Vita. Worst. <laughs> I have good games on it too.
0: Oh, what else? I mean, we, we mentioned uh, VR while uh, I had my birthday, my 28th birthday in that break. Oh, And yeah. for my birthday, we went to Dreamland VR here in town. Which is pretty cool. It's dope. The owner, I think when he opened, said that he was in it uh, in the hole a million bucks. Um, really? Yeah. yeah, for all of the equipment. And that was when he opened, and that was some time yeah. ago. So we went in. Me and Becca, she took me there for my birthday. And we go onto the holodeck. So this huge open plane It's uh, about
1: 2,600 square feet. Yeah, it's so massive. It's, big, it's a big room. It yeah. just has a pole in the middle. And it's got <laughs>
0: cameras all, and sensors all the way around yeah. like the, the ceiling. And you strap yourself in. You wear sensors on your hands. You put them on your shoes. You strap what looks to be a gaming laptop to your back. It is
1: a gaming laptop, and (laughs) those gaming laptops are like ten thousand dollars a laptop.
0: And then the guns we were using—talking about cost, these things weighed a ton. They had some really good kickback. Four thousand dollars each. Yeah, they're intense. They were wild. So we went. We did this zombie uh, uh, shoot 'em up, and it was just like this infiltration mission, ready to go in, shoot everything, and you know, get back out again safely. Two player pretty sick ran really good north of 60 frames a second like we had headphones with comms so we could talk to each other and the funniest thing is like becca's really not a quote-unquote gamer yeah so i'm listening to music gunfire and there's zombies making like all these noises and all you can pick out in amongst all of that (laughs) is help me me. So I have to not only face off with the zombies <laughs> I've got to deal with, I've got to be on a swivel to help her. And then the next thing that's pretty funny is I guess I accidentally killed her in the elevator. Was it accidental? It was accidental. <laughs> so we had these attachments and like um, angle grinders on the end of our gun, which we could rev and like make them go faster. Yeah. And I said... I wonder if I can kill you. So I poked it in her chest yeah, and like yeah. pulled the trigger. She died. <laughs> <laughs> that really no, sounds good. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I've done
1: it before. I've yeah. done it twice, and I did I, like the the space alien. Yeah, we thing. didn't get to that one. So I actually I, the zombie one sounds really cool. I would like to try that out. Yeah, there
0: are four games. Total for the holodeck right now. There's a bunch of racing games that you can do for 10 bucks a race in VR. And they have racing seats and steering wheels and whatnot. Yeah. And then they have these little rooms, which we don't know. And I think that they've got 20, 30, 40 games maybe for that. Yeah. But yeah, it's just well worth it if you're looking for some, uh, some fun.
1: What right else on. is
0: there to discuss?
1: Oh, man. What else is there? What has happened in gaming? Um... Funny. Oh oh yes right okay. Yeah. Um, Jim Ryan also recently came out and said that the most kind of game-changing features yeah, to separate this. it from the other consoles um, haven't even been announced yet.
0: And what's interesting is it looks like they've got a lot of game-changing features already in their lineup of you know things to boast about. Yeah. Um, the triggers I'm most excited for in, in games like restrictive racing triggers, yeah. yeah. I mean, it'll feel like the accelerator under your finger or, like, pulling a shotgun trigger or something like that. It
1: almost makes me want to get Gran
0: Turismo. Just to see what just it's to like. to handle the haptic feedback. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's... This year's going to be big. It's... I intend on getting both, and the yeah. best way for folks to do that, I think, is by going and pre-ordering them at an EB Games.
1: So, um, what, uh, what features... Have you thought about what features might be in the PlayStation 5 that they haven't announced?
0: I mean, they already have a a dedicated share button, which is great. Um, And that's something that Microsoft is going to get on the new Xbox. Yeah. So I'm trying to think and look at Xbox and think, what do PlayStation does not have that Xbox does? Realistically, I, I, I want them to ship with a better controller. And I think that this little add-on that comes out at the end of this month to give you two programmable back buttons yeah. is perhaps a hint of what's to come, potentially. You know, maybe they're easing players into this by selling it now to get yeah. them used to the idea so when the new one launches, it's not such a foreign idea. That being said, Sony's got to have, have their head up their own asses if they think that players haven't already experienced it with scuff. You yeah. know, with that, this, that, and the other. Yeah. So that would be cool. Um, I think that they should deal away with a light bar. I don't know what they would replace it with. Um, it's funny to think like six axis used to be a thing. Yeah. It's still it's
1: still in there. It's, really? The controllers still have it. They still have that six axis right. sensor. Um, just not a lot of games ever use, use it. it. But it's definitely still there. Concrete
0: Genie uses it. I mean, it would be nice to have multiple games running at once. So you could flip through. That's something Microsoft's going to get. Yeah, I believe that's something
1: they'll probably do. Um, I I thought of like a, just a couple things that would be different that would really I think be a game changer and even money makers for them. One of them is being able to rent games on PSN. I feel like part of them fixing the whole name change and the fact that it breaks so much of what happened in the past. Like there used to be a time where you could do a demo and it was the you would download the full game. And you would get like one hour or something, and you, just, something. And you can as play far the, as, you can. as far as you can in one hour. Um, so if they've kind of fixed it and they've streamlined that whole system, um, and they can actually attach, oh, okay, you pay three twenty five, you get it for twenty four hours or forty eight hours or whatever. Trophy support, online support, patch yeah. support, um, and then maybe person buys the game or something like that, but. Um, I would rent so many games. So many games. And you would probably rent random games... Just to test them out. To test them out, and then
0: maybe you purchase it. Yeah. Um, that, that would make a shit ton of money. It's essentially bringing game demos back, which I used to love getting in, like, magazines, but yeah. they're making money off of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, that would be something
1: I would love to see them do. Um, I need them... To, I, I need faster read and write speed. Oh, that you're getting in the solid-state drive. I, That's going to... I get what you're saying. Shame. You can download pretty quickly on the PlayStation, the but copying the copying the files speed. takes forever. I, Especially the older your PlayStation gets, the longer and worse it develop, gets.
0: Develop ass cancer and die before someone <laughs> games. <in> the <laughs>
1: Um, yeah no that can that's that's brutal so that's something you're getting um, for things like streaming I would like to see hopefully mixer support more more support um, but you know like a built in capture card maybe so you can actually go straight to like OBX or something like that or whatever they call the the systems they use if you could do that internally in the PlayStation or hook your PlayStation to a PC to do it
0: yeah, I mean, both consoles have to improve that. Um, I think Mixer, their encoding is worse than Twitch is, but Twitch is made of money, right? Whereas yeah. Mixer's is fairly young in its overall age. So when you stream, like you are saying, to Twitch, you're getting much higher bit rate mm-hmm. than you would on Mixer. I and mean, that's just by design of Mixer, right? So even when I noticed that my... Um, streams look like garbage from the Xbox One X to Mixer. So it's Microsoft to Microsoft. Mm-hmm. That should be the smoothest connection ever, but it's not. Um, yeah, I think that they have to realize by now that streaming is this huge thing. Yeah, um, a lot of people want to do it. So I want native support for switching games on stream. You know how folks uh, who are streamers, they end one game and they pick up another and the stream doesn't end. Right yeah. now on PlayStation, if you do that... Streaming, stream you have to start streaming again. So I think that having the ability to uh, stop and start games like right away, or have two running and just flip back without the stop would be a, a cool feature. And yeah, something for sure. Um, yeah, um, Microsoft's so their Xbox needs to have better onboard Twitch support, but they're not doing that in favor mm-hmm. of Mixer, which I understand, but it's yeah. it's a dumb idea. Um, I can't think of really any other features. Um, at least 3.0 USB ports for everything so that, uh, transferring, like, saved and shared data. Yeah, that's um, faster. That's faster.
1: Controllers are going to use, uh, what is it? uh, USB-C. USB-C. Yeah. So faster charge, hopefully bigger batteries, longer life batteries.
0: Yeah, I think um, I think that's really, yeah. I can't think of anything that I really want from it right off the top of my head. Just load times. I just know they're going more... They're, like, building everything to be very
1: social in a social aspect. It's almost like... I wonder if even, like, Home... If you remember PlayStation Place, yeah. Home, yeah. if that is, in some ways, making a return.
0: It'd be interesting. I don't, yeah... I there's some value in it, and I've watched a little documentary on that. I spent
1: some time in PlayStation Home. I just ran um, like especially a hot when potato. Certain, certain, like when they ran promotions for certain games inside PlayStation Home, like that was pretty cool. Some of them were actually pretty good. Yeah.
0: So, I just want to see more PC type games come to the PS, uh, the PlayStation platform. And we're gonna get some of that this year. Rust is coming out, which we're I'm excited about. Yeah. I'm gonna buy that, and we'll play that. So we're seeing this amalgamation and this this line that's drawn between PC and um and console being blurred out even more this year. And we'll see it, you know, in the years to come. But that's that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah. Last of Us 2 comes out this year. You're excited for that? Yeah. Shakiro Shadows Die Twice comes out. Oh, no, not Jeff. What am I thinking? God damn it. Cut that. <laughs> um...
0: Ghost of Tsushima! <laughs> Sushimi! I'm leaving all of this in. No, yeah. don't you dare! Put it at the end, if anything.
1: Oh, that's so good. Um, yeah, Ghost of, Ghost of Tsushima. Sushima. Are you high, Talon? I am so high. Oh, fuck! I
0: need water. I can't. I think I think that's it for, for us. I think um, we covered everything in this in this gap. I think uh, we're going to continue on with this uh, new season, season three, so it will appear still where the podcast has appeared before. It'll just yeah. be called a different season. I'm going to try and keep it up, like I said, with the barbering thing and just how that's much good. time it takes. It's, uh, it's kind of hard to have the energy to do it, but we'll try our best to keep it more uh, consistent. I know there are a couple of guys who you work with who are like, what the fuck? Where's your podcast? <laughs> exactly. So We haven't died, so we're yeah. just not doing it. Um, is there anything else uh, from you telling the thing to look for? Any games coming out, sales, any other news you want to mention before we go? Uh, no, I think, I mean, we covered most of it.
1: If anything we missed, we'll just cover it next week as we kind of get caught up and, you know, sort it all out. Because definitely a lot went on. Yeah. Um, so, you know, can't cover everything in one podcast. But, uh, you know, look uh, for us again next week. Um you know definitely if you like our content please leave us a kind review on wherever you watch or listen to us our- <laughs> <laughs> What? Do you take over, man? I can't do this right now. I'm losing it.
0: <laughs> thanks, folks, as always, for tuning in. Um, we sorry we took an elongated break, but we both needed it. Oh, it's Christmas. It was busy. We hope you understand, but we also hope that you enjoyed your holidays as well. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, again, you can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts on almost every platform, 99.9% of them. Otherwise, again, thanks for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Later, guys.